Thank you for listening to the program. Revelation, uh, the last program was in the end of chapter uh, 14. That, that's the treading of the wine press, and that was a frightful picture to me anyway, uh, the blood that, that would be generated by the plague. I was trying to find it there in the Old Testament. I, I forgot where it was, but I've read it, uh, and it's well known that their flesh be consumed uh, from their and their eyes consumed the tongue out of their mouth where they stand, and and then their blood would be left and run like a river out of there and and through that valley of Megiddo and um, just. I don't know, uh, so frightful of a picture to me. But actually what happens in chapter 15 um, is before that because it's the last trumpet and the seven vials are the last trumpet and then they are gathered together in the place called Armageddon in Hebrew in uh, 1616 over here in the sixth vial of the seventh trumpet. And so this here though is uh after that is when they're all gathered in the when the Lord returns and that actually he gets that's in chapter 19 and that's the treading of the wine press. And I've the standard I've heard it, you know well it's nuclear weapons. Well the the birds eat the flesh. He said to them come and eat gathered all the birds over here when it describes this battle, or or at least more than in uh, chapter 19, more than 15 or 14, then uh, that you may eat the flesh of king's flesh and the flesh of the horses and them. And so they they weren't destroyed in a nuclear. I I don't think that would happen. But uh, I don't think nuclear weapons are, uh, are on the scene right there. This is a supernatural time. And you can see it over here if try to get started on this and look at it. Chapter 15 is that it goes back then right before actually the wine press is trodden, which is a symbolic, it's a mild symbol of, but that is what happens. It it really is. But in the the uh, prophets, it says that, that that's the plague that God will strike them with. It's not nuclear warfare. They're they're on. Uh, it's a whole different element. And, and you look at all that's happened. It would be as it would have been a long time ago. Whenever uh, down to men and horses and weapons, but not the technology would would have been completely ruined by the look at the trumpets already and the vials finish it up uh, like a third part of the sea uh, became as blood uh, in the trumpets and then here though in the second vial all the all the sea became as blood but what he says is i saw another sign in heaven great and marvelous and that he said that in chapter 12 about the woman a great and wonder and and, and this one though is the wrath of God is filled up. His, his full anger is shown. And that's a great and marvelous sign that he saw seven angels having the seven last plagues. In them is filled up the wrath of God. And after this, he rules the world for a thousand years. And then Satan's loosed out of the pit, but they just encamp the city, not a, 
a shot fired and 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 then they're consumed by fire and it's over so these are these are the ending i mean in a big big way this is the end of the wrath of god and i again like the mother with two sons one goes good and one goes bad and she loves them both and though the one that went bad what if she was the judge and jury and the executioner see and or the carry out the justice that's would be god that's christ all judgment given but that mother say she had to go and and see to the sentencing of death of her own son because of what he had done become a killer and and then had to uh actually pull the lever and see him hanged right and be the or, or fire the, the gun or whatever. So then you'd say, would she just be smiling and singing tunes? No, she'd be angry. Like somebody said, never seen her that way, angry. She loves the him. And so look what she's having to do to be just and right, and God does. But he loved the whole world, everybody. It, it's no qualification there. All of mankind unconditionally love them and who wouldn't as a little room full of a world full of little babies well what are you gonna do pick one out and i don't like them well no they're all he loves everyone he hates evil and he hates our choice to do evil and it's not just sins that people make the end of the world but i'm talking about like abomination to god is a proud look and shedding innocent blood and and lying about someone on purpose to destroy them those kind of thing he hates those things but his anger at having to carry out justice and avenge the blood of his own people by the choices these lost people that took the mark he still has love for them so that's how i see that it's a great marvelous thing that finally the wrath of god the evil of man and all that is shut down as it were and in the kingdom it's put on hold you don't do anything wrong rod of iron he rules it that way but at the end satan's loosed and all he has to do is come around and hum a little bit and and they're ready to to go and, and so it's in the heart of man that and it proves that point but it doesn't get beyond battles or anything like that here though uh this is the plagues of god and but he saw the sea of glass the crystal and and uh, mingled with fire and and those that had received victory over the beast over his image over his mark over the number of his name they stood on that sea of glass and had the harps of God and sang the song of Moses. Great and marvelous are thy works. And you're just and true. Your ways are right. And who should not fear you and glorify you? For you alone are God and your judgments are right. After this I looked and the temple testimony in heaven was opened. And seven angels came out having the seven plagues. And clothed in white linen, having their breasts girded with golden girdles, one of the four beasts gave to the seven angels seven vials full of the wrath of God, who lives forever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and of his power, like the cloud that followed them, uh, that power. And in the tabernacle, they, they it happened. Uh, the light and the glory, uh, the I don't know. I have not seen that, but uh, from his power, and no man was able to enter the temple till all this these things were fulfilled. I think maybe people in heaven, uh, this has never happened. Temple closed up, closed out. Nobody can go in there. 
just see the father and son would have been in there. I think it's a really, really, really big temple, actually in a really <laughs> big place and city because this happens. God sits on the throne and the altar, and these things are in there. And the whole, it's, it's a, I don't know, there again, but I do know it was there before the one on earth was, and it wasn't put in heaven so that the one on earth could be built like it. It was put in heaven because, like it said, in that very reference, uh, to reconcile all things, and things are people, to reconcile all things, whether in heaven or earth. Reconcile. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, those that believe, those that are his. He reconciled. He was in Christ doing that. And they were. he said, the Father's in me, and they were two persons, one spirit. And well, that would be hard to understand. No, that's what is happening with us. We have his spirit in us. We're still our own person. Even divinely in fellowship with him, you still are aware of yourself as a person. That's the new creature. But, but it's the same spirit that he has. So he said, my father and I will live in you, and then you'll be, have the same spirit we have if you choose that and live in that. And it's just all defined by love, whether you have hate or, or love, or whether you have forgiveness or unforgiveness towards everyone. And that's what always got me. I thought, well, hold it. I was, you know, 99%? No. He said, one brother, one truth. And it's not being ugly. It's not trying to be hard. It's because it's not truly his love unless it's that way. But he and his love and his hatred of evil brings this great wrath here. And I saw the angels come out and no man was able to go back in. I heard a great voice out of the temple saying, go your way and pour out the vials of the wrath of God. Great voice. I don't know. I Maybe that's the Lord himself. And uh, But the first one went and poured his vial out, and a grievous sore fell upon men that had the mark of the beast, those that worshipped his image. And just speculation, I admit that, but I'd like to think the mark maybe become inflamed. You know, what's this? Turned into a grievous sword right on your forehead. I thought that was put in there, superimposed, invisible. You couldn't see it. They could, and I could. Now look at this. And how did how did the sword? <laughs> how did my body know that's where the mark was? Anyway, or on your hand. I mean, that'd be. But um, that, that's the first one. And then the second angel pours out his vial, and that on the earth the the whole sea becomes the blood of a dead man every living soul in the sea died so animals have a life soul and every living so all the fish all of them died i mean think about it every last little bitty fish or the whales sharks uh, uh, lobsters octopus i don't whatever in the sea so it would virtually be covered with dead bodies of fish as the blood of and uh, i mean I don't know. I, I get traumatized just imagining it here. The third angel poured out his vial in the river's water. They became blood. Fountains of water. Springs became blood. Before it was a third of the sea and a third of the river and this and that. But, but then now it's all of them. So before, well, if you know where to look, you can still find water to drink that's not like blood. But um, now, no, around the world, there again, everything affects effort. Is no, there, there is no water. That's not as the blood of a dead man. Drink it or die. Well, I guess I'll drink it. So you'd be out of your mind. I would be at this point. Uh, but 
But they say you're righteous. They shed the blood of the saints, and over the next chapter, it's or so. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty rough picture. But they drink the blood of the martyrs out of as a drink. Uh, being drunk with wine, the woman Babylon, the uh, and the beast is the the Antichrist. But and it's all about evil. It really, no more evil could you ever find than you find here. And God is more angry than ever. That's what John said. You know, it, it it's a great day because in one way, in another way, it's the worst, I guess, time ever. In another way, it's the best because it's the end of man as it were he rules over him the seventh day just like he was with adam and eve in the garden seventh day they all had a day of rest then the eighth day the day of that it went it, it was over uh for them and and then but this he'll rule this earth the seventh day as it were then and then after that it's over yeah it, it is over and so this is the beginning of man's Except being ruled by God with the rod of iron, that's that he's still got a heart, but he's not doing nothing. Here, he's worshiping Satan and has killed every last person almost that believes in God on the earth that they could get to like animals, kill them. And so now, that, that here's what they have. And then the rivers all turn to blood. They know what that means. And uh, the fourth angel poured out his vial and power, and it was given to, uh, to uh, the sun to scorch men with fire. Scorch them with fire. I mean, I think it'd burn you. You don't stay out more than two minutes. You know what happened? You come get caught very far away in that a sunburst or what? I don't know. But it, it was really cranked up. Great heat, and they blasphemed and cursed God because He had the power over these plagues. They knew He was doing it, and they repented not to give Him glory. And then, after the blasting heat and scorching, just killing heat, no telling how many die from it. Then the fifth angel poured out his, and the kingdom uh, of everything was full of darkness. And they bit their tongues for pain. Full of darkness. I think it was like in Egypt where it said the darkness was so thick, nobody got up out of the chair, just sat there. And like at the crucifixion, it said the darkness came in. And when the light came back, and they, they all got up, run back to town screaming, beating their chest, saying, he was... <laughs> I don't know, uh, but here they don't repent, and, and uh, they won't, and so the sixth angel poured out his vial, and the great river Euphrates was dried up, that's why over there the, the other re reference to it, it wasn't dried up, here it's dried up, so the kings of the east can come across, the armies. And I saw unclean spirits go out of the mouth of Satan, dragon, and the beast, a false prophet. Uh, and they are spirits of devils working miracles. They go forth unto the kings of the earth, the whole world, and gather them to battle of that great day of God Almighty. And you put it all together and, and look at it, what it all says about this, actually what happens is they, over here, I guess in this next um, part of it's covered here, and then plus in Daniel, the rest of it. But they, they here it is, they, they give their power and strength to the beast, but then at the end, they'll turn against the beast, and they'll, they'll hate Babylon, and, and they'll burn it, or, 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 and God's putting their, his, their hearts to fulfill his will, and give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God be fulfilled. Then they actually, what I'm trying to say, they, they are coming together against him. But they're drawn in by spirits that come out from Satan to go to them, working miracles, it says. 
so two and two together would be, to me, those spirits are inhabiting those kings and people, those men, just like the Antichrist, the, that, that, that human was inhabited by uh, Satan to do that. And and then and they work miracles, so then they believe then that they can because they're on the march already to go, and and that's all they need to. We can defeat them. They are against the Antichrist. They've they realized they've been had, and they want to take over the world. And still, I don't know what just insanity won't quit, and so uh, he get. But this is the way they are gathered. To battle of that great day of God, and behold, uh, I come as a thief. So watch and live right in your heart. <laughs> Keep your garments not without spot or blemish. That's easily shown to be without unforgiveness. It's not human perfection or God divine perfection. In 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 Paul said there, there's other problem. He'll he'll you'll know. But you love him with all your heart in one way is that you can say, like he said, love each other like I love you. That is, if it's only defined, it is defined by there is no one that you cannot forgive. And now that I was told by believers, well, that's impossible. Well, I said that. I heard, you know, but it's not. And I knew it's not, and everybody knows it's not, and James says it's not. The only reason it doesn't work is because you don't want it with your whole heart. And the Lord said at least four times, if you ask me that, I will do it. And that's the one thing I want you to do. So, yeah, it, it can be done, but the, the mind is so powerful that, well, yeah, it, it, it can be done, but it can't be done. You know, that kind of thing. So he gathered them together in a place called Armageddon. And uh, I'll try to finish this here. The seventh angel poured out his, and a great voice there again come out of, the reason I think that was Christ to begin with, is it is done, it is finished. He said that on the, uh, uh, just right at his last breath. And so here, though, a great, his, I think his voice comes out and said, it's, it's finished, pour it out. That, that's it. And there was great, thunder, lightnings, great earthquake, not since men were upon the earth, uh, and, and so mighty an earthquake, and so great, and like some preacher said, go back as far as you want, <laughs> since men walked the earth, there's never been an earthquake like this, I'd think, in the history of the earth, as it were, and, uh, so then every island, Babylon destroyed, every island fled away, mountains weren't found, they weren't recognizable, they were shaken down, you're talking, off the Richter scale, um, I mean, literally. And there fell upon men then, and somebody's pointing this out to me, we're talking about this, and I didn't think about it, but there fell upon men a great hail stone, as it were, out of heaven. Every stone about the weight of a talent, I don't know, I thought I knew what that was. It's somewhere around 100 pounds or less, I don't know, maybe less, but quite a bit, quite a bit, and and it would kill you, that's for sure. And they blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, because the plague was exceeding great. And the the idea there was that I wouldn't was like in an earthquake. I've never been in one, but the, I guess you you get out of the building if it is nothing but tremors, you know, or whatever. And you get out and go outside is your chances. So everybody's outside, all the buildings are down, and then these hailstones start falling like this and there's nowhere to go 
and you'd be lucky to be able to stand up after trying to hang on. You imagine that? You'd be rolling around on the ground on the greatest earthquake ever. But what do these men do? What is these... I don't know at this point. I, I don't know. It's... Like the Lord said, there's never been a time like this before or never will be again. But that fills up the wrath of God. It really does. And then basically what's next outside of some history about the Babylon stuff is the coming of Christ in 1911. I saw heaven opened and him sitting on a horse and he was coming back. So that's that's what it's all about right there. It's not all about him coming back. It's all about him. It is all about him. Thank you for listening to the program.